Good day, everyone. Good day. You may all be seated. Judge Jeff is ready to rule on some of the, the cases that come up recently. We'll only rule on the important cases of the day, the unimportant things like taxes and what people do in their lives will be for another court. Uh, this is the second highest court in the land. Uh, the only way to appeal beyond us is to go to the Star Wars Minute. First case on the docket being brought forth by Sean German, I believe is how I pronounce it. German, I'm already suspicious of him. All right, he has brought up the case that has been going on for the last 40 years, Furley v. Roper. As has already been decided in the lower courts, uh, this is Furley all day long. I'm just kidding, Sean. Of course it's not Furley. I just wanted to get your hopes up. It's, uh, come on now, it's Roper. Mr. Furley is fine. He was, he's great. He's a one-trick pony with a kerchief on. But, uh, Roper was there at the beginning. There's two Ropers to one, so it's already a 2v1 situation. He was there during the better part of Three's Company, the, the first half of the series before... I mean, I hate to say that that show went downhill. It never was really at the top of the hill so much as at the very small part of a bluff. Yes, it's uh, it's Mr. Roper. And if you want to pick up a, a Team Roper shirt, please go to our site on Tee Public. Good luck finding it because you have to search the Burbs Minute and eventually you'll find our store. I don't know. Maybe I'll put a link up because it's impossible to find. Finally, uh, next thing up on the list is Sean German finally has a, an actual interesting topic to talk about. Monsters v. Adams Family. If you thought the Furley Roper uh, thing went back a long time, this is the Hatfield McCoys of the uh, the TV families. Again, it's a lot of it's personal preference, but you gotta say, where I mean, let's go with the monsters first. The monsters, they're yeah, they're universal monsters basically, and they have the one normal person that lives with them. You know, the token uh, hot girl of the time. They were fine. The monsters were fine. They were, they were what they were. They were. I think the Monsters was like an average sitcom gussied up with some green uh, makeup. Uh, the only above average thing, uh, that I, I would say that the Mr. 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 and Mrs. Monster were excellent. I always thought Grandpa a little overrated. Then we'll go over to the Adams Family. We'll start, we're still comparing shows. The Adams Family show is, I would say, one tick above the Monsters. It's just, I would say John Aston puts it over the top. He's just a little better. It's just, they were coming off of a good source material from Charles Adams, who, as we mentioned earlier in the year, was in a, a military division with Stan Lee. But it comes off the Charles Adams things. It's a little edgier. It was a little, I mean, it's just a little better, honestly. And then you've seen over the years who's had the staying power. Adams Family's had a couple of movies. They got another movie coming out this year. Meanwhile, the Munsters had one shitty uh, attempt at a, a like a reboot. They had some crappy TV movies that nobody liked or watched. So, in that case of uh, Monsters v. Adams Family, it's the Adams Family. My old friend Patrick Dillon has put up the scene from Goodwill Hunting of how do you like them apples? So, if the question is how do I like them apples? Um, I like them as applesauce with some cinnamon on there. That's the way I take it. It's I do not eat an apple because I'm not a 17th century farmer. Next up on the docket from uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers. He would like to know the infamous Cheech and Chong mixed with Bill and Ted versus Rosencrantz and Guildenstern mixed with Vladimir and Estragon. We're going to issue a continuance on this one. We're not going to rule on it because this is 
you're not one of the initiated, this is from Chasing Amy, which we'll be covering, I swear to God, in the next couple months, maybe. Maybe, maybe five months. I don't know. We're getting to it, though. I would say this. It's a real test to you how many of those you recognized. Um, It's how deep your pop culture and your literary reaches go. You recognize Cheech and Chong, and then I would say the next level down would be Bill and Ted, and the next level would be Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. And then if you have Vladimir and Eshigan, I you've either, I guess you're slightly more well-read than the rest of us. Next up on the docket, Sean German again. Apparently he had a lot of time on his hands today, or he just is in trouble with the law a lot. He's got Wawa Versheets. If you are unaware what they are, they are convenience stores of a sort. I, I mean, I'm giving a summary judgment here. Wawa, Sheets can go fuck themselves. Jonathan Howe coming in hot with Hobbs versus Shaw. Uh, now, Jonathan Howe knows well that I've never actually watched a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Although I will say this, I did watch the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, which is Hobbs and Shaw, Hob, not Hobbs v. Shaw as being put to me now. Um, so I'm going to try to make a ruling on this because I'm pretty sure The Rock is Hobbs. I'm like 50% sure he's Hobbs. So um, it's going to be, uh, we're going to rule for Hobbs no matter what, even if I'm wrong. I mean, it's The Rock and Jason Statham. You're not going wrong with that, really. And Jeff Hamill uh, is next up on the docket. Comes in with a X versus Sever. I mean, it's tough to give a ruling on this since that movie is dramatically bad. It is. I mean, just watch it to see how bad it is. It was interesting marketing, too, because they sent it out there almost like it was a sequel to a movie that never existed. Like, you watched it and you thought you'd had amnesia, like you'd missed a previous movie, the Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. We're ruling for Sever. Then Doug Greenberg with our final case up on the dock. And of course, this has got to be the longest and most drawn out. Uh, he wants to stay on brand. He wants to ra- rank the Rocky antagonists. All right. I will say this. We're going to stay away from the Creed movies because we're going to consider those a different thing. Rocky's not the main character. He doesn't really have an antagonist. Well, I mean, I mean, Second Creed, you could say. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. So, and I'm only going to go main antagonist. I'm not going to go secondary antagonist like Spider Rico. I think I know what you're going for. You're going for his main combatants, I guess, is what we're really looking at. So, you're looking at Apollo Creed from 1 and 2. You're looking at uh, Clubber Lang from 3. Uh, Ivan Drago from 4. Tommy from 5. And uh, I had, oh, God, what was his name? I know it was Antonio Tarver from uh, Rocky Balboa. I can't remember what dumbass name they gave him in it. All right, so we'll go from bottom to top, of course. I got to be honest, last place was tough for me. By just a slight golden lock, I'm going to give it to Tommy the Machine Gun. Because although I would argue that my next one up on the list, which is the Antonio Tarver from Rocky Balboa, is underwritten and is not that important to the story, Tommy Gun sucks. Oh, he just, oh, that movie. I mean, listen, if you want my full thoughts, go over to the Slycast. And you can hear me just just shit on Rocky Five for two episodes. It's terrible. And Tommy Gunn is part of the reason why. If you had an actor in that position, maybe you could have salvaged that role. But there's many terrible roles in that movie. There's a lot of terrible writing. It's a poorly made film, which is the main problem. It's a poorly made film. Say what you want about all the other Rocky movies. This is the only one where it looks like, like who the hell made this movie? Like, why don't they know how to make movies? So... The bottom is Tommy the Machine Gun. We go up to Antonio Tarver, whatever the frig his name really was. I don't remember. That's how important he was to the story. 
Now you're getting into the meat of it. Who's your next guy going up? I, it's it's real tough for me. I gotta be honest. I'm gonna put a. I don't. I, do you go Drago or Mr. T? It's it's so it's too close to call almost. As much as it kills me, I think I'm gonna put Drago here. Because although I think Rocky Four is superior to Rocky Three, Mr. T is a slightly better antagonist. He gets a little more to do. The fear of Drago is almost worse than like. I mean, I understand. Yeah, he kills Apollo Creed and this, this whole thing, but like. It doesn't really matter. He's more of a MacGuffin even than Mr. T is. And it's tough to be an antagonist anybody cares about when you have five lines. And they're all like, I'm going to break you. Uh, granted, everybody talks like that in that series. but So we'll go Drago there at uh, that position. Then we'll go up to Mr. T. Mr. T was good in it. I mean, he's over the top. But as I've mentioned before, Rocky Three and Rocky Four exist in an alternate universe. So that's totally fine. And I mean, honestly, it's... <laughs> Come on now. It's Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed's the best antagonist. He's a fully fleshed out character. He's not even the bad guy. He's literally an antagonist. He's what is in our protagonist's way. And I mean, he's really not even the antagonist in the first one. He's just on more of an obstacle than anything. He's only really an antagonist in two, where he's specifically going after Rocky. Again, you can go off the wall. You can go. So uh, now that I've given you my list, I'm going to give you the final ruling. And the final ruling is it's Pauly. Pauly is, is the number one thing. We're going to send Pauly to movie jail for 10 years, and he gets no conjugal visits with his sex robot. I'm not going to bend on that. No conjugal visits with that sex robot. All right, uh, that's going to be it for Judge Jeff. Maybe we'll have another one of these before we come back with uh, Chasing Amy. So if you're out there, uh, watch Chasing Amy and figure out what you're doing. Oh, uh, you've heard the bell. That means our session is over. Everyone get the hell out of my courtroom. Justice!